Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Crabtree and Tlaib mm-hmm. suspensions. Yeah. The appeals were heard. Yes, they were. And they won their appeals to a certain degree. These suspensions were knocked down to one game. I still don't like it because they were out for an entire game already for this. A full game. You're going to suspend them for another game on top of this. Now, this is far too much, and I really don't know. I guess the the question in all of this is, will this deter players from getting that emotional and letting it out in that way in the future? And my answer would be no, because these two guys were so... And maybe they will, because this is multiple times mm-hmm. that they've fought. Maybe they've finally gotten it out. But, like, think about this. It was brewing. It was ready to erupt again. The chain thing happened one more time. Like in that moment where you're that hot, where your helmet's off and you're punching a guy in his helmet, you're ripping chains off, you're going after each other, you're not thinking like, man, I'm going to be suspended for a couple of games here. Like you're not thinking that. You're just fighting. No, when you're in the heat of the moment, that's the last thing on your mind. But Michael Crabtree, he has a different version of events, and he told Pro Football Talk that I'm just playing ball, man. ESPN said I taped the chain to myself before the game because I was worried about it. I didn't. I don't care about no chains. I'm just playing ball, man. Not worried about nothing. I don't like the whole thing got flipped and I'm the bad guy. He took my chain off and I blocked him to the whistle. Yeah, I blocked him to the ground, but I didn't jump on him. They jumped on me. It was seven against one. Mm. Mm -hmm. Not fair. Not fair at all. Not fair whatsoever. He didn't tape his chain. Quit putting that out there, man. It's just... Sorry, people doing sorry journalism. Well, I was Adam Schefter who said he taped the chain. Well, he lied. He was wrong. He, <laughs> he didn't got tape the wrong chain. I ain't worried about no chain, man. Or Crabtree's lying about it. I ain't worried about no chain, man. That was Didn't you hear me? You. you ain't heard me? I'm so, No, I, I ain't heard you. I'm okay. sorry. I ain't worried about no chain, man. Well, I done did heard you, <laughs> but it didn't make sense to me. I tried to told you. Okay. But y'all ain't heard me. Yeah. Well... Whatever. Both those teams, I think, are going nowhere. So if any one of the two could turn it around, it would maybe be the Raiders. But yes. you're not going to have Crabtree, and you're not, you may not have Cooper this week either. Not that either one of them had been great Oof. this season. What did you think of that hit? It was Damien Stewart. I didn't think it was uh, targeting. You know, I have to watch it again. I, gotta I be thought it, it was a vicious hit, but I didn't think it was targeting. I didn't think it was a dirty hit. And Jack Del Rio, head coach of the Raiders, and initially said... And tune on it, right? Yeah, initially he said uh, he thought it was a vicious, dangerous hit. Then he changed his tune. And, uh, good hit. It was a good hit. Yeah. Not for Cooper, but for Stewart, very good hit. Well, if Del Rio's saying it and it's right. his player... yeah. Don't you just? Well, have he's to... probably upset with Coop because Coop's had the dropsy, so maybe he's not going to take his side. I don't side. know how you can be as bad as he's been this year. Mm-hmm. And one good game, basically the entire mm-hmm. season. Uh, yeah, it's 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 perplexing the fact that he's fallen off as much as he has. I almost don't want to watch this again. The hit? Why not? Because I don't want to get in a fight with you. Why are you going to get in a fight with me? Well, because we don't fight. All right, here we go. You're going to agree with me. It's not a dirty hit. 
hard, vicious hit. But oh, not yeah, there. it's actually not. No, <laughs> it's not. There well, it's just it's just the the way that and he didn't go in with his head. He right. knew, and then he the turned to the Co- side. Cooper went down, and right. that's tough to. Yeah. And he went to turn to the side. Just he was, got more body than he did actually. It head. was just unfortunate. Yeah, the way just the, unfortunate their bodies came together. Yeah. in that way, keep your body separate. Now, Mikey B's out to get you this morning for whatever reason. What I do now? I don't know why, but he puts this thing on the rundown. I guess it was one of the days I was filling in next door and I wasn't here, and he said that you said that Jimmy Garoppolo was never going to start for the 49ers this year. Why would I make that assumption? I don't know. That's what he's saying. It's what he's telling me. Can we put it in context? The offensive line is so bad, they will not put him out there because they're going to protect their prize asset. Maybe I I said Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't want to be out there behind that offensive line. You sure you didn't misconstrue my statement? I'm pretty sure you said the 49ers organization. Pretty sure... Yeah, or 100% sure. I'm 100% sure. Or well, you're wrong. I would never make some type of comment like that. It wouldn't trade well, it for the guy. Get, did you go and find the audio yeah, of it? Did I you did find not. It? Thank you. Well, then how no you empirical evidence. How are you going to make this mm. claim of what Brian said? Because I thought Brian you know would assume remember. You know what stands for? I do not. Yeah. Well, tell him, Pete. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. Why are you trying to get Brian this morning? Why are you What's trying that? to attack him? I thought it would be a good talking point for you guys. He said that he would he wouldn't play this year with the line, and now he's in. And there you go. <laughs> Do your thing. <laughs> Do, your Do thing. what makes you guys you. Michael Buschaglia. <laughs> That's twice today. Yeah. Well, hmm. I think they needed to see what they had, and there was a thought that they were just going to franchise him. Yeah. And, and and have him for a year next year and then play him next year and then still draft a guy if they wanted to draft a quarterback and then make that decision for there. But I thought that that was foolish because then what if you end up, for hype, you know, uh, argument's sake, you draft, and I think Darnold should probably stay, but let's say you draft Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. You're the 49ers, and you haven't seen Garoppolo play, and you got him on the franchise tag. And then Garoppolo goes out, and he's phenomenal. Now you're sitting there with Sam Darnold as your backup quarterback. And what do That's you do? That's trade bait. You Remember gotta... when the Cowboys had Troy Aikman and Jimmy Johnson went and drafted a quarterback he had in Miami and Steve Walsh? They, everyone knew. Cowboys fans knew Steve Walsh wasn't going to stay there with the Cowboys. He was trade bait, and he was subsequently traded. I guess. But don't, wouldn't you rather, though, know that you had your quarterback and then you use that top pick on another player that's going to help you at a, at a different well, position? if you know you have your quarterback and you can go out and get a quarterback that a lot of other people want and you can use that to amass more picks, that's a good play as well. Okay. I could see them doing it both ways. I would rather, though, put Garoppolo out there like they're doing, mm-hmm. get an evaluation on him. He was great. <laughs> two for two. Right. Wow. And a look, touchdown. Looked wonderful. Let's not forget about that. And it wasn't an easy throw. And a touchdown. Yeah. So he was smooth and cool and calm, and then and then you have a better idea going into next year. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the guy's the man; he's signed to a big deal, and then that's that. As opposed to doing the franchise Kirk Cousins situation over and over and over again. And the Forty ers are in a, a nice spot for being as bad as they are, if that makes any sense. They've got they're going to have a choice probably of one of these quarterbacks if all of them come out. 
They've got Garoppolo there they could check out. They ended up making a deal that wasn't as expensive as originally mm-hmm. thought mm-hmm. with Garoppolo. They've got a young GM and young head coach that are well-respected that seem to be handling these things. they got young players that are playing their asses off in these games, even though they're losing. They're playing really, really yeah. hard. So th- this is a rebuild the right way, what the 49ers are doing right now. I really do think that they've got a handle on getting themselves in a position to compete in a couple of years. Well, I, I would agree. And even though John Lynch doesn't have a ton, if none, uh, experience as a GM, uh, all the reports as we see there now with a team that's won one ball game are, are pretty good. He's getting uh, positive grades. And, and, and as is his head coach, Kyle Shanahan, hook of horns. Uh, so this year will not count. You know, you won't be really graded and, and, and until next season and see how – they progress as an organization, what type of draft picks they make, how they handle the offseason, free agency, and the, 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 the draft. And, and then what type of product do you put on the field next season? That's when you really start to see the, 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 this, this team scrutinized, critiqued. And, and, and so you, you're still in the honeymoon phase. Let's talk some college football head coaches we didn't get to before. Mm-hmm. An interesting one, former NFL head coach Herm Edwards, who was going to interview – for the Arizona State job. Now, Ray Anderson is the AD out there. Ray Anderson used to work for the NFL in the Mm -hmm. commissioner's office. Mm -hmm. Herm Edwards, as a college football head coach, after not doing it for a very, very long time, to me is a curious choice if they end up hiring him. Now, he's truly a passionate guy, truly a good motivator, but in today's climate of big-time competitive college football, which is what he's stepping into, do you believe that Herm Edwards is the person that would be able to bring that program farther than Todd Graham did? I, I can't honestly say yes. I can't because he hasn't been in the, at the collegiate level for a long, long time. And I know Lovey Smith got a job, and we were uh, – taken aback somewhat when Illinois pegged him to be their new head coach. And uh, they haven't done a damn thing since he took over, but he's only two years into this experiment, and he's probably going to definitely get one more year, and we'll see how uh, they progress as a a squad there in Champaign. Uh, And and we know this business is all about relationships. We're all aware of the good old boy network, and you have what you have uh, in college football, and, and I shared this stat with our boss the other day. You have FCS Division two and FBS level, over 300 collegiate jobs there in football. And as, as far as diversity, only 21 head coach, head coaches of color. That's it. That is paltry. That's horrible. It's terrible. Now, Ray Anderson may have had a relationship with Herm Edwards, and that's how these things work. That's how life works. Life is about relationships. Mm. It's about networking. It's about the people you know and the experiences you have with those folks. So uh, that being said, maybe Ray Anderson, who contradicted himself so many different ways the other day when he was discussing the firing of Todd Graham. Uh, but having worked in the NFL, I'm sure he has a prior relationship with Herm Edwards, and he likes what he's seen from her that, from Herm Edwards, and, and additionally, Herm Edwards travels annually to all these different campuses. They bring him in to talk to their young folks, and I've seen him at Alabama. I've seen him talk to other uh, uh, programs, and so they love what he brings to the table, and uh, his personality lends itself to, to being 
something that is refreshing to the, these these uh, kids in these locker rooms, and he, he brings discipline. That's the type of coach he always was. He wasn't terribly successful at the end of his uh, career as an NFL head coach, but they like what he brings to the table as a man and someone who's going to hold players uh, accountable. Yeah, to me, he, he strikes me as more of a motivational speaker mm-hmm. than anything else at this mm-hmm. point in his career. I'm not saying that he couldn't coach somewhere and, right. and do a good job, and maybe he would, but he's older now, right? I mean, what is he's been out of the game for a long time. And maybe 59, 60? 63. So he's 63. 63, okay. And he hasn't coached since what? What was the last time? It was 2008. So we're talking about a, going on a decade now. Mm-hmm. And and Ray Anderson also said this during his his uh, press conference after the firing of Todd Graham, which was interesting. He said he hoped he hoped that the new head coach would come in and keep their offensive coordinator Bill Napier and their defensive coordinator Phil Bennett. Right. So you know what you that's have, about. Yeah. So if you have, which is the biggest load of crap in the world, because right. what what that is is they paid out their nose Mm -hmm. the buyout for Todd Graham and they'd have to buy out the coordinators and they don't want to spend the cash on that because they know they have to hire a new coach so they're trying to beg the new head coach to keep the coordinators so they don't have to buy out the contracts of them too and and they're the buyout for Graham 12.5 no offset language in that one either and speaking of uh, buyouts, uh, Jim McElwain, the former Florida coach, just agreed to 7.5 of his deal in, in, in the buyout. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they uh, Anderson wants the new head coach to keep these guys, the coordinators. And that would help Herm Edwards, someone who has not been on a college sideline for a long, long time, get acclimated and, and, and uh, ramped up as far as uh, being the new head coach. So we'll see where this goes. But an interesting, uh, interesting uh, mix here if you've got Herm Edwards who – Hasn't been on a college sideline for a long, long time. Now being interviewed for the ASU job. And that's a good job. That's a good program. That could be a heck of a program. They love their football there in Arizona, and uh, that could be a huge job. And the resources that they would, um, uh, you know, allocate towards uh, th- this program, they're there. Yeah, I think that losing Norvell, that was like his right hand man mm-hmm. there for a long time. That was a big blow to Todd Graham mm-hmm. because really showed you. He used to, we used to call him Fraud Graham back in the day, and it really shows you that's what he is. I mean, he lost the brains behind his operation. He fell apart. Well, a lot of coaches, that, that occurs when they lose some top-notch assistants, and Todd Graham made his name as a defensive coordinator. He was with Rich Rod at West Virginia. And, and, but then and he sold the, the fast offense stuff, though. That was his thing. That was his big pitch to everybody, everywhere he went. Yeah, he was a defensive guy, mm-hmm. but it was always about, I remember in the press conferences, speed, speed, speed. We're going to go in the left yeah. lane, put the hammer down. Well, that's what he he. he he uh, ran with 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 uh, Rich Ride at West Virginia, mm-hmm. and, and so he, he he still wanted to use that type of offense wherever he went. And and you lose coordinators, you you lose recruits, and 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 he went the JC route here of late to try to rebuild that Arizona State roster. I'm starving. Anybody want breakfast? I am starving. Yeah, I but, knew you. But would I be. can't. You can't eat breakfast? No, I'm not. No? I am so disgustingly fat. I ate so much yesterday at television yesterday afternoon. Oh, okay. I said the reason bad. why I'm hungry is I finally had a good day eating yesterday. Oh, yeah. Finally. What would you eat? Uh, for dinner, I had a grilled chicken Caesar salad. Mm. Yeah. I ate horribly yesterday because our buddy, Marinick, his wife, she went to Auburn. She was watching the, the program Saturday, and I was the only one that picked Auburn to win. 
Oh, okay. So she made me brownies. Oh, did she? I shared some with the folks here. And then I took the lion's share of them home, and I've been devouring them the last two nights. Wait a second. You shared some of the folks here? Where I didn't see a brownie. You were out there when I was offering them to No, I was not. Uh, yes, you were. Bull crap. I was I not. I them to Mikey B, Bogush, everyone. This was on Monday. That's what I said. Yeah, I wasn't here on Monday. You were not here when I was offering the brownies to everyone. You said yesterday. I misspoke. All right. You were not here when I was offering the brownies to okay. everyone on right. Monday, and they were mm. so delicious. Did Pete get light. offered a brownie on Monday? Did not get offered a brownie. He did not. He wasn't out there. Okay, you couldn't walk in there and offer him a brownie? Uh, apparently, I couldn't. <laughs> All right. Stories changed. Yeah. Everybody got it offered a brownie to only a select few. Well, I was out there, and I offered the brownies, and then I had to go. Why don't you save one, a little tinfoil? I'll bring them back to you. Can you, can you. Will you finish them off for me? Because I need to get rid of them. I, 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 I seriously, I, I, I contemplated. delicious marinade brownies? I seriously contemplated throwing them in the trash last night. I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Really? Because you I, just kept pounding them. How many were there? If you're offering Tons. Every, how many did you make? Of, I, they're at least 12 to 15. Okay. Yeah, I could finish those off. Oh, man. No problem. I'm bringing them to you. Okay, let's go. I don't even care anymore. Let's go. I feel like how Zach looks. (laughs) Zach, production guy, Zach. That's how my gut feels right now. Yeah. Ugh. Zach. (laughs) What? No, he's just. How about him barging in here yesterday? He's just the butt of all jokes, and he should be. He's just one of those guys that you don't feel bad making fun of him because he's just so obnoxious. I think he revels in it, too, now. Oh, he does. Yeah. There's, without a doubt, he likes being a pest. Mm-hmm. He enjoys that part of himself. He know he likes to annoy people. Well, he knows who he is. <laughs> he certainly so does. So embrace it. That's right. Uh, we're coming right back. Give us a call right now. 855-212-4CBS. Bogish is here. Hi, Bogish. There's a couple of things we haven't gotten to yet. A whole bunch of things. We got so sucked into the college football stuff. Yeah. We might even go back to that. Why That's not? crazy. I mean, you got guys getting knocked out and kickers being punched. and ah! I know. It's so crazy. We're so crazy and unpredictable. You have no idea what's mm. going to come next. Yeah. But Bogus, I'll give Bogus a chance. We didn't get a chance to talk about it last time. It was at Fourier. What part of the Eli argument or points that I made did you disagree with the most? Well, my simple mind is having a tough time understanding (laughs) you shifting this onto Eli's decision to not play. Well, here's... Okay, so let me just respond to that very quickly. So my big thing with that was... People, all every headline and everything you hear is Eli benched for Geno Smith. Yeah. And that's not the way it went. The way it went was Eli's going to start these games. We're going to work these guys in over the remaining schedule in the second half of these games to see what we have to better prepare us for the future. That's not a benching. A benching to me is when you deliberately sit down a guy because you don't think he's good enough to be your starting quarterback and put in the guy who's on the bench because you think he's going to do a better job. Right, but they are making a value judgment of of Eli because they want to know what they have after him because they don't want him anymore. So they are making a value judgment of him, and they were going to half-bench him, and he said, I don't want to be half-benched. I might as well be full-benched. So I don't. His, his, I still don't think it's a benching. I don't, I don't think his 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 you know last little tweak to the plan 
doesn't change anything. They were taking him off the field for somebody else. And I don't have a problem with Davis. Well, they were Davis. taking him off the field to see what they had. Right. Not which is four. I mean, it's which really. Is why Geno Smith's involvement in this is where I think most giant anger comes from. Not at Geno, but that Geno's involved. Giant fans would have been able to process this better if this was just about Davis Webb playing because everybody expected him to play and most people think he should play going into next offseason. But when you're, ta- you're to, to play Geno Smith, Sunday in Oakland or Sunday anywhere makes zero sense. So why have him on the roster? If you're a Giants fan, you don't even want want uh, Geno on the roster. Well, because there's it's different arguments. If you're talking about if I'm if the Giants right now were you know eight and six and battling for the for a wild card spot, you'd have to have Geno there in case Eli got hurt because you'd have to think right now in this moment Geno could win a game for you more than Davis Webb could. So that's why he's on the roster. But if we're now thinking about 2018. That has nothing to do with Geno Smith. Well, what really is the harm, though? The true harm I'm talking about in in playing Geno a game. Uh, the true harm. Well, what's the what's the benefit of playing Geno Smith? Well, the benefit is to he. It's not like he's had years and years and years in the NFL as a starting quarterback. He's been there. I haven't seen him in practice at all. I don't know how he's matured as a player on and off the field. Maybe, just maybe, because you don't know, he gets inserted in there and there's something that comes out that allowed him to be a first-round draft choice at one point, and you say, man, Geno's really, really good. We could maybe use him in our transition phase because now Eli's not going to be around, or there's so much crap quarterback play out there in the league. Geno showcases himself in a way that maybe we can get a sixth or seventh-round draft choice for him because he played above his head and surprised some people, and he's still relatively young. I mean, to me, there's more of a benefit in throwing him out there than there is continuing to play Eli Manning if you're thinking about it from purely a football standpoint. Well, I, I mean, I know. I, I guess anything is possible the way he plays, but I can't imagine he's going to do anything the way he has shown himself to play. And I, at times, was a Geno Smith defender when he was in the middle of all that crap with the Jets. But I just can't imagine he's going to walk into this team in this situation well, and do anything that changes his value around the NFL. Well, that's what's great about this is you don't have to imagine it. You're going to see. And the Giants are in a situation now where they can see and they can find out. And you very well may be right, but in a 2-9 and nine season where you're going nowhere, this is what you do. You don't do that to guys who've won two Super Bowls with your organization. You, I, you, I just have that. I don't recall this happening unless you're going to move on from that particular player. Well, they're going to now. Fine, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But you're not moving on to him, to Geno Smith. And there's, you know, and, and this is this is the, the the thought process of outsiders is that they don't want Davis Webb, they didn't want Davis Webb to be the first guy they came in for Eli, and they don't want him playing in Oakland as if this is the old silver and black defense. They can't pick off a pass; they don't sack anybody. So if this is just Geno Smith killing a week until Davis Webb plays next Sunday. Then that that makes even less sense. Thank you. Makes so, even less sense. So let what, Eli what, play this weekend but, one more time. But just before you were talking about how I got you on the side of giving Geno Smith a look because it's not like I'm, I'm fine with giving him a look, but I also realized that you you don't. I don't care if it's Geno Smith or anyone else. You what basically what you're saying is Eli, you're done here. And I'm saying you're disrespecting someone who's been so loyal to this organization, going about everything uh, the right way, 
and just say we're moving on from but, you. But okay, and, and they, they sort of are, but I also think that their original plan, and this is why I go back to the Eli decision to not start at all, their original plan, if it was a different head coach and they had put one of these guys in, especially if it was Davis Webb, in the fourth quarter of a game that was out of hand, nobody would have said boo about it. I remember taking phone calls next door about how come Davis Webb isn't thrown in there in the fourth quarter of one of these games right. or they got blown that's out. That's scenario. But yeah, that's what they wanted the to do. Right. That's what they were planning to do. And Eli came in and said no. No, they didn't say if this is the scenario, if this is what's uh, transpiring in the game, if you're behind by 20, we're going to take you out. But they still they need- just said we're going to go in the game. I mean, we want you to know going into the ball game that we're pulling you in the second well, half. at some point they have to see these guys and have to decide what they are. We'll at see some them point- in practice. Well, you can't. You know the difference. Don't even try to mess around with that. You got it. You don't some do point, that to a, a legend. Uh, you respect the legend. Uh, here we go. <laughs> now he's a legend. <laughs> he is a legend. He's a Giants right, legend. Giants fan? Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't. If they had just complete, didn't have a conversation with him about it and just sat him down and flat out said, you're not good enough to win games for us. You're not good enough to be our quarterback right now. I think that's different than the plan of this is all stems from one thing, the future. What are we going to do in the future? We're in an information gathering phase right now. And if that mean that it means that Eli Manning's not going to play, then that means he's not going to play. So I don't know. I just think that the, the, the main thing that annoyed me was Eli being benched for Geno Smith. That's not the way it went down. It's more nuanced than that. And also this idea that the Giants are blaming their season on Eli Manning. At no point are they doing that. They're not saying it's his fault that they're 2-9. and nine. And the people that said that, I think, and Bogus right. is one of those, but the people that say that, I think, were the, had the simple-minded well, takes on it. Well, but the only thing that makes sense of that argument is that this is embarrassing for Eli Manning, and no other giant has been publicly embarrassed by the team. They didn't. I mean, sure, they they suspended. And it's in the first time they suspended DRC and Janoris Jenkins, but that's not the same thing as going. We're going to put some scrub. We're not going to put you know R W McCorders in behind you for a week. It, they didn't send, send anybody down. It's the second time they've disrespected but, Eli. Remember a few weeks back, they dropped him in the grease, blaming things on him. Ben McAdoo did. Well, I think that hurt this whole thing, and everybody believes it's a McAdoo decision. And people are screaming about McAdoo. You cannot tell me that a conversation was not had with John Mara about this. That he had to have been involved he in this. I can't imagine that right. Ben McAdoo's that bad right. at being alive. So yeah. it, just, it just seems like it was misdirected anger yesterday was my big point. Is that, oh, it's all I'm McAdoo doing. What a clown. What an idiot doing this. And he's got no pulse on anything. Ben McAdoo, to this season, is going to go rogue and make that decision about his quarterbacks well, on his own? This no is way. probably his penance for being a bad head coach that John Mara's making him take this crap. Yeah, probably. Right, because he was nowhere to be found. He was at some owners' meetings yesterday. He was right. nowhere to be found yesterday. So I do tend to agree the with that. The owners' and- meeting was on the schedule. <laughs> yes, it certainly was. Uh, I do think Eli deserves better, but I think what's more important than anything in all of this is to figure out what the best route of the future is. Right, and that doesn't include Geno Smith, which I think is where a lot of people's Maybe, problems come Probably from. not, but you're not going to know unless you play the guy a little bit. And I'm not saying he's going to play well. I don't. I, I mean, but you really, you really don't know, and you you learn more about what you've got in the future by playing Geno Smith even a game or a quarter or two quarters. Wait to the last letting, game of the season. Letting, well, then you're never going to see Davis Webb, though. You need to, you okay, need wait to, to the last two games of the season. <laughs> so you give Geno one and Davis yes. another? Yes. All right. Well, whatever. I did feel a little bit 
bad for Eli just because it seemed like he knew that his Giants career was ending. And if the Giants think they can bring back after this experiment, bring back Eli next year, there's just no way. That is now gone. Because I bet you, and I have no information on this or I haven't seen it yet or read it yet, but I bet you that their original plan was to play those guys in the second half of these games, see what they had, and then still keep Eli maybe next year to start and then have that plan behind him, a succession plan, and it would have felt better to them to do that. But now, the way this went you down, you do he your has plan. to go. Yeah, you do. You take your plan and you shove it. I'm out of yeah. here. Denver, Jacksonville, I'm ready. Yeah, let's make the deal now. Why even wait till the season's over? Let's do, you do it now. Do you think he wouldn't go to Denver because his brother did the same thing? Mm, probably opt for Coughlin in, in Jacksonville. Yeah, and, and Marone was on the Giants staff before he went to Syracuse. Am I correct? Yeah, Doug I, think, Marone? I, th- I think so. I think I they worked together in the, in the past. Yeah. yeah, going to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, a, it's an interesting. They, they disrespected the man. Just own up to it. No, no, no. I'm not yes, saying that. No, I'm way I'm way beyond that. No. I made well, you, where are you points. now? No, I'm thinking about what's a place a, we can't go to. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, our brains don't work on that. Yeah, level. yeah. We don't. We don't yep. reside We're in up that, here, right. you know, face yeah. value stuff. That, that rareified yeah. air up there. Yeah. yeah. Deep, deep dive. It's kind of like yeah. Kobe Bryant. Not saying they're the same player, obviously, but they kept Kobe around for that year. It was a disaster. The Lakers took two years, two steps back, and they're still paying for it. Yeah, there is. I did think about that as well. It's like there's no real great end to this unless you're going to give him that contract of, you know, the – Hey, we love you, contract, and keep him around for a while. And according to your favorite website, Brian Wikipedia, Marone not with the Giants. <laughs> Does he have a nickname? Doug Mo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bogish. Do what you're here to do. Well, huh? there is a side note to uh, all of this. Uh, Geno Smith will be. And this is coming off a very sarcastic (laughs) toss to Geno sound. Uh, But Geno's actually the first African-American quarterback to start for the Giants. You say black, dude. Ain't nobody been to no damn Africa. I don't know what the rules are. Uh, I just gave you the rules. Every other franchise. slur? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on. He's the the first... Oh yeah, go for it. <laughs> Brian's Please. out holding a bat. <laughs> Please use it. <laughs> you said you didn't know the rules. Uh, well, you, now you do. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, 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 right. Back to you, Greg. <laughs> I've been needing right, a vent. Go, go and hockey. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also no black people. <laughs> we got one or two. Mm. So he's the first what? He's the first... <laughs> He's the first quarterback. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got it. First non-white. How's ah, that? You go. I don't know if that's true. Oh. Non-Caucasian. I don't know if that's true. Okay. I mean, I think Yelberton Abraham, but you know, just any, left us. I think he has some color. Pete, any Hispanic quarterbacks <laughs> for the Giants that you know of? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't he know. would did, know. Did he forgotten all about the Hispanic that's in him. It's not true. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. You should have answered in Spanish, Pete. That would have shut him <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, right. Uh, all right. So the first, first what now? First black oh, quarterback. We're moving on to Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> no, I want to no, hear no, this no, stat. No, 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 no. He's, the, He's he... the first black quarterback to start a game for the Giants. Every other franchise has had one before. They're the last really? franchise to start a black quarterback. Get right. out of here. Because of Eli wouldn't leave for 14 years. Don't blame it on Eli. Well, he did play at Ole Miss, so maybe he has. Some All right, good. so Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> getting the nod for the Niners in Chicago this weekend. You always make it. <laughs> we started, and you go to a whole other level and oh, take us off the Just take it. You can't joke about color. 
Clemson, Wisconsin, Ain't Auburn. Ain't no funny matter when they pull your ass over. Oklahoma would be your college football <laughs> semifinals right now. They're the new top four after Alabama and Miami lost last week. The Tide are now fifth. OK State head coach Mike Gundy tweeting Cowboy for life last night after a reported <sighs> afternoon We got to talk about this. With Tennessee AD John Curry and Mississippi State set to make Penn State offensive coordinator Joe Moorhead its new head coach replacing Dan Mullen. Moorhead's only other head coaching experience was at Fordham. NBA last night, the Cavaliers beat the Heat 108-97 after LeBron was ejected for the first time in his career in the third quarter for arguing with Kane Fitzgerald. LeBron had 21-12 and when he exited. Kevin Love finished with 38 in that win. The Jazz dropped the Nuggets 106-77. The Bucks a 112-87 win in Sacramento and Washington. Top Minnesota 92-89. And there is hockey uh, let's say this all very slowly. Radic Foxa hat trick. Radic Foxa. Fo- oh, Foxa. Foxa. Radic Foxa. Foxa. All three goals in Dallas. Radic Foxa. Three nothing win say in quick. Vegas. No, don't, don't, just don't keep <laughs> doing it. You're just asking for it, man. We already just had that old black thing. We don't need something else. All right, Brian desperately wants to talk about the Mike Gundy situation, so we'll do that next. Oh, we got to talk about this. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. You can go now. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Today's question comes from number one Pearl Jam fan, Jeff Redmond. And Jeff says, Boise State is building a baseball field for the new Broncos sports baseball team. Should they use blue turf, green turf, or natural grass? <laughs> Sign up to be an O Rewards member today and start earning instantly. O Rewards members earn $5 back for every 150 points you earn. It's fast, easy, and free and only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. See store for details of O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Here's my answer to this. It's not even one of those things. I think what you do is you have the natural grass. You paint it blue. It's a lot of effort, a lot of paint. It's going to kill the grass. No, it won't. You can get some environmentally friendly paint mm-hmm. and paint it blue. Yeah, mm. and you paint it so you've got the, the feel of the natural grass, but, but also the blue. In today's, for some of these programs, uh, economically sensitive programs, they have to go with the field turf, so... They're going to have field turf and, yes, painted blue. Okay. that's keeping with the theme there, right? The blue baseball But field. maybe you shouldn't. You're killing enough birds, right? I mean, because they dive bomb that bad boy because they think it's water. Oh, do yeah, they? I never they even a, heard about they that They had before. a big problem up there where the birds would dive bomb the, the turf. Yeah, so don't do that. Don't well, kill them. They think there's birds. a fish in there or something? I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Man, they got some crazy birds up that way. Yeah. but uh, I lived in a, a building when I first moved back here that was all glass. And birds would just fly yeah. into it and just die. Yeah, I have one at the house in uh, in Florida. The, the, in the bathroom, this bird just hits it all the damn time. Like, yeah. What do you think? I'm going to go. Uh, no, I'm not going to say <laughs> I'm going to do the bird. Yeah. Probably not going to. I can't snitch on myself. I but, saw some bird. Know this. Your days are numbered. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to tell this story now. I'm going to censor myself. Yeah, you, see? See, this is what's going to go. Mm-hmm. You, well, know, you killed the bird? No, 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 no. Oh. I just I saw something on a on Twitter that. Almost made me a vegetarian. It was so sad. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't want to was even it, say it. 
Was it the? You know what? It was. It was more emotional than a slaughter. Oh, okay. You want to know what it no, is? No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Nope. It wasn't know. even disgusting in the sense. I don't want to know. I just. I don't want to know. No. It still has affected me days later. Uh, well, good. Keep it to yourself. I don't want to be affected. Like I haven't eaten any red meat since. That's how bad it's been, and I don't know. You are tone deaf. No, no, no. I'm, I just I'm said full, I don't want to know. I fully listen to everything. I'm doing this deliberately. <laughs> Something to do with tone deaf. Mm-hmm. Okay. I almost want to share it with people, though, so they can feel the same sadness that I feel. Mm-hmm. And I'm not alone in this. Mm-hmm. People are so mean, cruel. Yeah, seriously. Uh, all right, so Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State. We got to talk about this. Yeah, we're going to talk about that because he just played Tennessee. He's just. This is a leverage move to get more money. Everyone knows he's not leaving Oklahoma State. Really? Yeah. Now Tennessee came a calling back in 2012, I believe it was, and and he said no. He's not going anywhere. He's right, a cowpoke for life. It, this is a leverage play. That's all it was. Thank you, Tennessee, for helping my bank account. He should send them a thank you notice. John Curry, thank you. Thanks for the meeting. Now, Boone is on the line, and he's adding some more zeros to that salary of mine. Did he, though? Did he get an extension oh, he money? Will. Come on. That's ridiculous. He's not going anywhere. Well, that's well, that's the thing, though. He's so, going to be the high, as Randy Cross said, <laughs> so he's going to be the highest paid mullet out there. But if you're T. Boone Pickens or whoever is paying the salary of Mike Gundy, mm-hmm. and you feel you're in tune with the, the program and Gundy mm-hmm. and what he wants to do. And you probably are thinking the same way. He, uh, he's probably thinking the same way you are, which mm-hmm. is he's not going anywhere. I'm not going to fall for this garbage. You think he's going to leave here to go uh, and well, maybe sit he in that pile of poo the in fact Knoxville? The fact that he entertained it and he didn't take this job, maybe the next one that comes calling, he takes that one. Well, that's so, when you give him the extension, well, not now. Well, you, maybe you cut him off at the pass and give him the extension now. Nah, let him put in the work for it. Mm-hmm. Well, go that's go the way you and to, I think. As go ahead to try to fake us out again. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah, yeah, what well, a waste of time that was. Now, this Joe Moorhead move to to Mississippi State, you know, he, he has a progressive offense, and you look at Penn State over the last couple of seasons, prior to stepping on campus, they were averaging about 23 points a game. Then it went up to 37 his first year there, and this year they're at 41.6 points a game. So he has really brought some life to that offense and he runs some of the things that uh, they employ there, or they did employ under Dan Mullins uh, at, at Mississippi State. So uh, a dude who's much younger than he looks, with all that gray hair and huh. gray beard. He's only 44. Uh, so surprise move there. I thought Chad Morris would, would be in the running, and he was in the running. And, and we'll see if Arkansas uh, comes a calling for him or Mike Norvell, who's there in Memphis. And, of course, Chad is at SMU. Uh, Greg Knox was the interim head coach. He's been with Dan Mullins for a long, long time. Thought maybe he would have a chance at, at uh, securing the job. But uh, that didn't come to fruition. Shouldn't be surprised because he's African-American. And uh, he'll probably join Dan Mullins now in Gatorland there in Gainesville. Yeah, you're right. He By does what? look a lot older. He than does, him. yeah. That's interesting. I wonder why that is. Well, the gray hair. Mm-hmm. Probably stress from coaching. You see? He's Just a little bit. Lose a few. Mm-hmm. He's got when he has a beard, he really looks like an old fart. He should probably shave. Always have the beard shaved. Yeah, like that right there. How's that forty four? Right. How's that only nine years older than he, me? Yeah, he looks like he's sixty four. Wow, forty four years old. That can't be right. 
Something's got to, something's up there. You know, Wikipedia, they lie. Something's up Check there. Check it, Mike. See how old he is. Did you go on Wikipedia to find this Man, out? Man, I'm done with Wikipedia. They burned me. Well, that's probably you know, what it is. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. It, Don't get fooled again. Well, I actually, you know what? There's, here's an article that says it's 44. Maybe, See? Maybe 40, 44. Hmm. Looking like he 94. Who's going to go and get his job now? Is the OC? Interesting question. I'm not so sure. It's not a big so job. Sure they get. Yeah. That's a huge job. Um, you know, maybe they try to pry Chip Lindsey from Auburn. Doubt if he would leave. Uh, and that's another. Wasn't Chip? Chip was at uh, Arizona State too, wasn't he? I'm not sure. I believe he was there. What about uh, Matt Canada? Getting him at LSU. Ah. Guy knows the area. Right. There you go. Not the greatest season this past year. Now, didn't Matt play at Pitt? Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. All right. Okay. Go play for the enemy. <clears throat> Well, I'm saying he knows the area, if anything. I mean, that might help out. Right. I know the area, but he's being paid handsomely there at LSU. Well, it could be so even, so even sure more. Jump ship. Maybe would you would... jump ship? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't either. Uh, Jersey Shore's coming back. What? The TV show, yeah. Now The I, same characters? I don't. That's the one thing I don't know. Is it, Mike, do you know? Because I looked this up this morning, and it's so... Says it will reunite most of the stars. Right, yeah. What? Were they actually stars now, really? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think I could say they were, well, reality stars. Mm. I, they, To me, they were just the pit. And I can't believe that they're like, celebrating this type of behavior. But are they even interesting anymore? Because the thing that, like, back then all they did was party and say dumb stuff and get drunk. I never watched an episode, so I couldn't tell you, man. Because now I know there's one. Or just it's the two girls who were like the craziest. Are now like who's a little mother girl? Snooky. She's a mother now. She's a mother. Snooky She's got a, snooked. Yeah, a couple times. I think. What? I think she might be a mother of multiple children. Like so, I mean to and then there's some real boring people in there too. Like that Vinny guy was super boring. Who was that? Who was that? The situation. Yeah, the situation. Yeah, he he's coming back. Didn't he go to the Bing? That guy. I think he might oh, have went gone. I think so. The situation had a situation. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. He's, to me, you want to start it all over. You can't. Now, did then, you watch it? I saw it, yeah, sure. You were a big fan? I wasn't a big fan, no, but I watched it. I knew enough about it. Okay. I was just... There's a, those are the people that represent your state, by the way, there, Mike. Yeah, there's a trainer in... South it, Jersey. In South uh, Jersey. kickboxing, he says, do the Jersey Shore situation sit-ups. I f- forget which ones he would... They were, but uh, he always referenced the huh. situation. Yeah, people in Jersey sit-ups. very proud of them. Really? Yeah, that's those are their guys. It's they've Not got mine. A, they've Not got a couple. Mine. They've got a couple people. They got Springsteen. They got Bon Jovi, and they've got the Jersey Shore. There cast, you go, and that's it. Hmm. You know, and that's that's it. That's and affordable you- taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. In the worst, a little ro- bit better. Worst roads <laughs> ever, ever. <laughs> I was gonna say. You know what we're talking about tomorrow, right? Because you're losing a bet, baby, because he is back. Oh, stop. He is back. I don't even want to, so mm, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm I know. I'm getting my Mr. dinner, too, before Mr. you go to the big time. Mr. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> it's going to be all the golfers once Tiger gets back on the course. They're going to sound Jones. like that. Talk to you tomorrow, CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.